welcome to a new podcast where we're breaking through and breaking it down with a new girl, your host, Dawn Piercy. Welcome to a new podcast. My name is Dawn Piercy. I am your host. Today, I am bringing you Harley Wallen. He is a multi-award-winning filmmaker and actor. He is also a stunt coordinator, stuntman, MMA fighter, director, casting director, and writer. And if you keep up with the MMA and UFC world, um, he is also host and commentator um, of in the past of the Donofrio MMA Extreme Cage Fighting Championship, Cage Combat MMA, uh, let's see, uh, the XCC on My TV 20, and just to name a few, as also the UFC, the the fight that's coming up, right? Fight pass. The fight pass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, and uh, you may have seen him in a couple of TV series or movies you may have seen him in include um, I Declare War, uh, Batman versus Superman, as well as um, Bennett's Song is Cole Bennett. Mm-hmm. And then Bennett's Song Holiday uh, Harley, welcome to a new podcast. It's great to have you on as a new guest. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for uh, having me. Yeah, the, it, it's really exciting that you mentioned the UFC Fight Pass. Um, I am also the host and commentator for WXC, which is one of the largest uh, in the country, uh, fight leagues in the country. And uh, we have been recorded and then shown uh, on Fight Pass. But our shows have been so good that they had decided to pick us up live. So we have our okay. own show last Wednesday of every month. Uh, so it's it's a Wednesday night and it's a live show. I host and commentate the fights and uh, we have a, an amazing card coming up on February 27th. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, great. Now, I want to start by saying congratulations on the awards you've won. You've actually, um, for those that don't know, Harley has actually taken home 31 awards plus another 22 nominations uh one award was for um bennett's song and and tell us about those awards and congratulations too thank thank you thank you so much you know uh it's been really interesting because four years ago i hadn't made a single film not even a short film in college they said I was a good story writer. So to mm-hmm. be here, it's it's pretty wild. And these awards, um, it's, it's been a, a, an amazing ride. We've received awards anywhere from had quite the run. The My favorite, though, is, is Bennett's song because they had such a hard time defining the movie. And you know how Hollywood, they want to put you in a, in a box and, and stick you and say, you're this and you're this. Right. And uh, that film won uh, Best Family Movie. It won Best Romance and it won Best Movie. So they couldn't even define the film, which I loved. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now I want to talk a little bit about your MMA career. I seen that you've actually, sure. you used to fight too. Um, 
Tell us about that. And how did you get started in fighting? What's your favorite style of fighting and all that good stuff? Sure. Um, I started in judo when I was seven years old. I had tried a bunch of different sports. Uh, I, I liked them, but I didn't love them. And uh, judo, for some reason, stuck with me. And, and in all honesty, I wasn't particularly good. I don't think I won a single gold medal, even in the <laughs> smallest tournaments, till I was 12. Uh, but something happened right around 12, 13. My body kind of grew into itself. And uh, pretty much from age 12 to probably into my 20s, I, I lost a handful of times. Uh, and it was uh, a wild ride. I was on the... Swedish junior and senior uh, national team, uh, either as a regular or as an alternate, uh, competed all over Europe, uh, and it was, uh, I, I loved it. To me, combat sports is one of the very few places in life uh, where where you're fully present and, and, and you don't think about the bills, you don't think right. about the relationship problems or, or any of those things. When they co close that cage door or when you go out on that mat, there's no space for it. So you can be fully present and in the moment when you're there. So I, I loved all of it. Uh, you know, started with judo, jiu-jitsu, taekwondo. Uh, so when they started, uh, and, and, and MMA was actually not even the first term. It, it, you know, if you were in Asia, it was, it was uh, Bushido. If, if you were in, uh, oh, cute cat. Uh, if you were in, uh, in Europe, uh, uh, some places called it uh, No Holds Bar. If you're in Brazil, they called it Valetudo. So I didn't have a name back then, but I was really fascinated with it because I felt that it was the ultimate competition between two people right. uh, where, you know, the only things that didn't go back then was eye gouging and, 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 and <laughs> you know, some very, very obvious rules. But I, I really fell in love with it that way because it wasn't really a sport yet. It was, it was the ultimate test. And right. uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. My last fight was 2009, um, was my farewell. I got to fight once in the States, uh, okay. and, uh, and uh, it was fun. I held on to my card for another three or four years after that. I wanted one big fight because I was undefeated at the time, um, still undefeated. Uh, but, but I won one big fight uh, to put that all on the line, where, where it was for all the marbles, and I never could get the the fight that I really wanted and to take that risk. It was too late in my career to take a risk against somebody that didn't deserve the shot to, uh, to, to steal my zero. Okay. Yeah. I started out in judo myself when I was 11, uh, but, but I was a hopper. I went to judo, to karate, to Shorei Goju-ru, which it was actually my favorite because you get to learn a little mm -hmm. bit of every style. And then I lived with yep. a Vietnamese family that taught me Vietnamese-style kung fu and weaponry. And mm -hmm. um, I absolutely loved it. But you're right. When you step in to fight, everything else disappears. All your problems disappear. Yep. And you just go into yep. this completely different zone. And So primal. It is. It is. It, it's the, yeah, it's it's the Scandinavian in you. No, I'm just <laughs> right, right. No, but I, I think I think there's an amazing stillness to it, which is really weird because you know from the outside it looks so violent and, and everything else, and and when you're in there, it's it's like everything moves very slow and very fast both at the same time. You're right. Very it's very interesting, and and I think you know I've tried to explain this to other people that are not like us, uh, uh, part of the martial arts community, and they don't understand. Um, I always tell people like. 
at least give it a try. Go in. Even sparring gives you a taste of it. It's it's not at all like the the, the true competition, but but that that complete presentness where you're not worried about anything else. It's a beautiful place to be. It is. It's very artistic too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially when you get into katas and all that good stuff, storytelling. Mm-hmm. Now, I know yeah. that you have been in project after project after project lately. When I was doing the research on you, you have quite a few films coming up. Let's talk about oh, that. Yeah. What can you tell us about what's coming up and when can we see it? Okay, so it was really interesting because... Uh, I released three films last year. Moving Parts was the first to come out. That came out in March. Uh, and I think anyone who has that, who likes that detective mindset should definitely watch it. It's a, it's a plot twist on plot twist on plot twist. It's free on Amazon Prime, and we just sold to Tubi as well. So it's kind of everywhere um, right nice. now. And then we released Bennett's Song, which is the family dramedy um, uh, that we made, romantic dramedy, I guess, uh, that we made uh, that came out last uh, August. And then we made Betrayed, which is um, more of a thriller, an edge of your seat, fingernail biting film about the trafficking and the mafia and, okay. and the dirty underbelly of politics. Ooh. Very, very, uh, and that was done incredibly well. Uh, but this year is going to be even more insane. We are releasing five films this year. Very nice. Uh, first, First, the one that I'm really excited about because we just got the contract yesterday, so you will actually be breaking this news, but we have a limited theatrical um, uh, release of Agramon's Gate, our latest horror film. So that one will be hitting theaters in either late August or early September to ensure that it's going to be out during the Halloween season, uh, which is going to be very cool for a, a horror movie. And I have uh, Laureen Landon and Jan Birch in it, and they were just breathtaking. Um, so that's going to be a really good uh, a good trip for everybody, especially if you like, um, you know, right now I see a lot of this. Uh, it's like the return of hard suspense uh, with, with, with jump moments and, and a little bit of gore, and but the full formula, including a story. Um, so that, that film I think is going to do really well, and we're looking forward to seeing hopefully – a limited theatrical takeoff into all theaters by Halloween. That's kind of our goal. And then we have uh, Abstruse, which was actually the third film I made that we have been holding because we've had all kinds of funny bids on that film. But it's going to be out in May, and it should be heading straight to Redbox, actually. Okay, So that's cool. the that's the game plan on that. So that's going to be very available everywhere, pretty much, uh, when it comes out. Uh and then the month after that, Enigma should be coming out, which is a supernatural thriller. Uh, and uh, and uh, so it's going to be a very busy summer. And then we just right now are working on the first edit of Abeyance, which is, um, I, I predict it will be our biggest hit to date. Mm-hmm. It's uh, essentially scientists playing with the fountain of youth, but in a... Uh, in a way that we can relate to, because if you if you read the science news today, there's so many things going on right now that seemed like science fiction just ten years ago. Oh, I that know. We're actually working on now, it's crazy. I know. Um, I read about this. Uh, there's an Italian uh, physician that's doing uh, a surgery in China where he's actually severing the head 
of a living person. Yes, and putting it on another uh, body. I read about that. Yes. I need that. Yes, it's crazy. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's the foundation of the story that I came up with when I wrote Abeyance. Oh, I love because it. Because you know it's going to go in the wrong hands. And, 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 and this technology is only going to keep moving and keep being more and more uh, out there. And I love the moral dilemmas where you know it's not right, but it seems so good. Uh, uh, so, so that's usually the, the, the essence of what I write is, is those type of things. I love it. I love so, it. So very busy year. How, how does it pan out living in Michigan and working in, I know you do a lot of work in California. You got to, uh, mm -hmm. how does, how does that mm -hmm. pan out? Do you just go back and forth or do you do all your writing at home and then market yeah. it and then go out there when you need to? Yeah, that's actually kind of what I'm doing. Uh, we we uh, so far have actually funded all the films uh, out of out of our own private circles here in in Michigan, uh, wow. and uh, that and then the distribution side is obviously where I go to LA and I negotiate all these distribution deals. Uh, but but I'm heading out there now because we've been on the radar because betrayed the the, the mafia story about trafficking ended up getting distributed by by Vision and Sony. Okay. Uh, so now we're on the radar of some big companies. So I have some some uh, some pretty interesting meetings while I'm there, where hopefully it means that somebody else is going to step in and, and fund the films rather than the private financing that we have been doing. So right. yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to 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 go figure it out. But yeah, we, I write at, at home in Michigan. Uh, we produce ninety percent of everything in Michigan. Um, we have incredible connections, uh, uh, so so we're able to do things. Uh, I always get the the when the Hollywood talent comes in, they're always like, like asking how much things cost because like how do you get to this location? How do you do this? How do you do that? And I'm like, we have really good connections. That's right. all you need to know. <laughs> uh, but that's that's really it. We have phenomenal connections. I, I mean, we have a, a, a NASA laboratory where where. I could go and film tomorrow if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool to have access to these things because uh, normally people pay an arm and a leg for, right. you know, uh, a nightclub. Well, we rent a closed down nightclub, set decorated it and used it for the film. So costed us not a whole lot at all. Nice. Very the nice. Beauty, the, the, the beauty of not being in LA when you're shooting because you need a <laughs> permit to, to get a permit. Well, I'm I'm just thinking of the traffic. You know, I I work yeah. all of my most of my affiliates are in Las Vegas, um, Nevada, mm -hmm. Arizona, California, New York. So it, it's it's kind of like you know um, I work with them. I do my pieces, mm -hmm. you know, here and there where I can, and then send it to them, and then they do the work. But then for the show, yeah, they send it to me, and I produce and edit here too. So that. Yeah. 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 I was wondering how you did that. Cause I was like, well, that's cool. That means that you just live anywhere and take care of business. Heck mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, love, I like that a lot, but, but I have a feeling we're going to have to pull out of Michigan for some of the upcoming stuff. And uh, they're going to want to go where the incentives are uh, because you know, if you can get your money back and spend it again, uh, it's like having your cake and eating it too. Right. So, so most of the studios will tell us go to Ohio to film this. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah. Now, where can our audience follow you on social media to keep up with what you got going on? So uh, I there's two great places to follow me. One is uh, at Painted Creek Productions on Facebook or on Twitter or on Instagram, which is my production company, Painted Creek Productions. Um, that's going to have a lot of my film stuff. If you're interested more in the personal and, and see about the fighting and, and, and all those type of things, um, then probably follow me. Uh, I'm official Harley Wallen on Instagram. I am Harley Wallen on Facebook and uh, Harley the Swede Wallen on Twitter because that was my fight name and, uh, and I didn't want to change it. So okay. I, ha I have the same one still. So what brought you to America? The acting, the fighting, uh, w both kind of? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, in in Sweden, I, I actually started as when I was doing my martial arts. I was also a, a break dancing teenager, and nice. uh, I I did a bunch of music videos and other things. And then we got an offer to go on like a cabaret show. If you if if the closest thing I can tell you is like a sketch comedy uh, cabaret show. And often to redo the set they had us essentially dance, had a lot of musical guests, so that way um, it, it would blend in with the show, which was an interesting idea, um, a bit of a cult hit. But instead of hiring actors, sometimes when they had smaller roles, they would ask us if we wanted to do them. So it was really by accident I walked away with this bug because I had had a couple of lines, and I was like, I want to do more of this. So I, I kind of tried at it in Sweden. It was pretty limited in what I did. I did some modeling, did some music videos, did a couple of films, and then I wanted a bigger audience. And, uh, and, and I moved here for that, which uh, uh, started out pretty good. I had some independent films. I did some commercials in Canada and Chicago and stuff. And then life hit me, kids and family and everything else. Oh, yeah. And I had to kind of push, push that stuff aside. And, uh, you know, uh, about... Ten years ago, I said to myself, there's something missing. Uh, you know, the the fighting kind of started becoming over with, and, and I had to find something else to kind of satisfy, you know, the, the artistic hole in me. And uh, and I started acting again, and, and it was really more as, an, as a creative outlet at first. Mm -hmm. And then I kept getting bigger roles and bigger parts and bigger roles and bigger parts. And uh, soon enough, you know, it, it was something that I could pursue again. And right. then they cut the film incentives in Michigan. And I said, uh-oh, what am I going to do now? So I decided I was going to learn how to become a filmmaker. I, 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 I went to Rocket Jump. I took online classes and, mm -hmm. and, and everything else. Uh, and then we started our own production company. I, I, and I guess the rest is history now. Nice. So it's been, been a, a fun, wild ride. Well, for our audience, I've made it really simple for you. Just scroll down on Harley's bio page here on our newpodcast.com platform. I've provided all the links for you to make it easy for you. Just click and follow. And then I've also listed all of his awards and um, his IMDb link. So you can check all of his awards and nominations out. And keep up with him that way, too. Uh, Harley, it has been great having you on as a new guest. Before we close today, do you have anything that you'd like to leave your fans and our audience with? You know, uh, one thing that I really like is that, that 
I haven't forgotten where I came from. I was the same way when I was fighting. You know, you would have uh, uh, my my um, my shirt maker at the time, Validation Fight Gear. They they were always so surprised because he came to me and he goes, "What's really crazy is he also did walkout shirts for a bunch of other people. So he did, you know, uh, big name boxers and you know like Evander Holyfield, like that level. Mm-hmm. And and my shirt outsold everyone's. So he didn't understand why, but I think I figured it out. I'm really approachable. If you want to talk to me, if you want to engage with me, you know, send me a message, talk to me. If you're interested in being a part in some way, I I like the community thing. I like, you know, like spreading positivity. I like, uh, you know, engaging and having fun with other people. So, uh, so I manage all my own accounts. and, And if you're interested in in chatting or whatever else, let, uh, let me know and, and let's talk. Awesome. Now, I'd, I want to thank our audience for tuning in. If you like this episode, be sure to like it, share, and subscribe to keep up with a new podcast. And be sure to scroll down and check out Harley's bot- latest, uh, the last fight he had, uh, clips oh, yeah. from upcoming movies, his acting reel, and all that good stuff here below the interview. And if you feel fit to buy me a cup of coffee once a month for bringing you this podcast, you can do so at our anchor.fm platform under a new podcast. Uh, this is Don Piercy signing off and Harley Wallen. Uh, it's been great having you on once again. And until next time, keep it real.